0: So... Well. Welcome. This is Jazz Just the Way We Like It. My name is Alfonso Severos, and this is my weekly jazz podcast called Jazz Just the Way We Like It, recorded live at Brick Arts in downtown Brooklyn, the People's Republic of Brooklyn. We play those classic jazz songs from the 1950s, the 1960s, the 1970s, and even to present times. I'm in the studio with my good friend and co-host Lawrence Williams. Hey, Larry, how you doing? All
1: right, what's up, man? How you um, be, man? How's everything? I'm
0: I'm, I'm hanging in there, man. Good, good. Hanging in there. I'm glad to hear that. This is uh, our 99th uh, episode. Oh, oh boy, we should do something
1: great for our hundred episode. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think we'll do the tribute to Pharaoh on the hundredth episode. Oh,
1: that's a, that would be great. That's a great. Yeah. That's a great. that's that That's a great thing to do, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, well, yeah, I, I would love that.
0: Yeah, you know, I want to... Um, uh, yeah, that'll be a good, uh, nice special. You know, 100 episodes, man, where we've been playing the music that we love and also trying to introduce a new, younger, or even older generation to that fabulous American art form known as jazz. Uh how you been, Larry?
1: Okay. Uh recovering from the uh uh the eye operation the doctor said it came out okay. I'm was in a little discomfort and now not in uh so much discomfort as, as I was and I think things are getting better.
0: That's great to hear, man. That's great to hear. It's always good to hear things are getting better. Uh You know, we always, Larry, you know, well, you know, and I guess people who listen to us know and realize that we always start the podcast off with a song that addresses the issue of social justice. Uh, Social justice. Uh, And uh, this first, usually we play an old song that deals with the issue of social justice, but I'm going to go to uh, modern times, and play a piece by Alicia Keys, and, uh, and I, I think the name of this is called Holy War, oh what a contradiction man, <laughs> but, uh, here's Alicia Keys in our song addressing social justice, Holy War. <laughs>
2: Sex is obscene We've got it twisted In this lucid dream Baptized in boundaries Schooled in sin Divided by difference Sexuality and skin Oh, so we can other, and fear each other, we can build these walls, between each other Baby, blow by blow, and brick by brick, keep yourself locked in, yourself locked in Yeah, we can hate each other, and fear each other. We can build these walls, between each other, baby Blow by blow, and brick by brick Keep yourself locked in, yourself locked of scene and it wasn't twisted what a We can break these walls between each other, baby. Blow by blow and brick by brick, keep yourself open, yourself open. Yeah, we can heal each other and feel each other. We can break these walls between each other, baby. Blow by blow and brick by brick, keep yourself open, open. This beautiful dream. Cause peace and love ain't so far if we nurse our wounds before they scar. there is a wounds before.
0: Alicia Keys, Holy War. Hey, Larry, how'd you like that piece? Oh, man, that was
1: really beautiful piece. Uh, it uh, sounded, folks, she's, you know, usually she's r and B. I I mean, she has an R&B sound to me, normally, typically, or pop sound. I'm not quite sure which one it is. Uh, but that was really like, uh, you know, like a Mary McKeever, uh, Odetta type of sound, or maybe more so... Uh, Uh, Tracy Chapman type of sound to me and uh, her mother happens to be uh, Caucasian and you know she grew up under I guess
3: Mm. uh, I think
1: the mother was a single mother but I'm not quite sure so she knows about these pieces, these bricks that exist within you know within the world Uh, and I like the way that she phrased it uh, breaking it down, and um, it was really—I I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, I would—I I I would be curious as to when did she put that
0: this, this out. I'm not sure, but it's not that old. The lyrics is really, really good. It's—it's it's, uh, lyrics that you don't usually associate with uh, a, a chase with a uh, Alicia Keys. No. an interesting title, "Holy War," because people usually associate that with uh, Islam—a holy war. You know, and that, you know, they, uh, uh, they, they claim salvation through uh, war. You, if, you know, you die in a, in a holy conflict, you, go, you know, your sins will be forgiven and then you go to paradise. But what's hi- interesting, if you look at history, that whole idea of paradise by dying in war really came from the first crusades.
1: That's what I was thinking. It was like yeah, Middle Ages. It, that's it was it, the Pope, yeah,
0: who made that uh, absolution to all the knights in order to get knights to retake Jerusalem. Uh, he offered absolution, and basically, you would you would go to heaven if you died. And you know, at that time, Christianity was big because it was the main belief, and uh, that's where it came from.
1: Didn't realize that. Didn't realize that that. Uh so um, most of the people, I mean, most of the uh, soldiers on the western side were uh, were Catholic. I don't think the Protestantism well, you, hasn't, hadn't come into play. No, it the,
0: didn't. The world was, was, was Christian. Well, they didn't call it Catholic. It was just Christianity. Oh, okay, okay. You know, and, and there was division within the Christian church. Uh, they were fighting for who was going to be power. You had the Church of England. You had Egypt. You had Constance the Noble, you had Rome, there's a number of different powerhouses of the church. And Rome eventually won out and they got to be the boss and they got to define uh how Christianity was and will be. And uh and then sectors of it broke off and that's where we got your Protestant, your Lutherans, your you know, Episcopalians. But they were basically one. All right, man, and uh it's interesting history to look at the history of Christianity because that's the history of Western civilization. True. Sure. No major move would have happened without the condolence of, of the Christian church for a good part of history. Slavery could never occur if it was condemned by the popes and bishops. It wouldn't have happened. All right, man, that was Alicia Keys, man. That was a very, very, very enlightening song, man. Oh man, I wanted to do a little trip down memory lane with saxophones. So I did a little research and I'm gonna play this first guy. And his, I think I'm pronouncing his name right, Chu, C-H-U? Mm-hmm. Chu Berry, you ever heard of him?
1: No, I haven't.
0: Okay, this is Chu Berry man, an old sax player. And I'll tell you why, he's famous in the history of jazz saxophone players so uh let's listen to chewberry and listen to his sound and uh people can enjoy this here we go chewberry 1908, man, and this is a well, a well-known sax play in the, in, in the uh, history of jazz because who he influenced. it. How'd you like that piece, Larry? Oh,
1: that was that was really good. I uh, wow, I, I the beat, the, uh, you know, the, mm-hmm. I, I forget that's like Red Time. I'm not really quite. It's sure. close
0: to it. That's probably yeah. in the
1: 1920s. Yeah, yeah. So it's the beat got me. I got, I can't stay stay still with that. Yeah, with a I beat hear like you. That, uh, and 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 the way that the instruments were talking to each other back and forth, boom boom, boom. you know the sax yeah, say yeah, something, the trumpet yeah. get back at it, and da
0: da 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 da, you know. So that was and, a, a clear. You can clearly tell it's jazz. Oh yeah, it, it's, it's clearly jazz. It's not ragtime. It's none of that in the nineteen twenties. And this guy had a major influence from on one person who influenced jazz like crazy and that's charlie parker okay charlie uh-huh. parker says the guy that influenced me was Chu berry okay and in fact charlie parker was so influenced by him that he named his son after him oh wow i didn't know that yeah so charlie parker took it to the next level let's listen to a piece by uh charlie charlie parker called donna lee Charlie Parker on a piece called Donna Lee. Uh, in fact, Miles Davis was playing trumpet on this piece. Wow. So this was a very young Miles. Yeah. You know, Miles was out there, you know, playing professionally at eighteen, something like that. Right. So it was a young, maybe even younger than eighteen. Um, so, so we know the impact that Charlie Parker had on 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 modern jazz. You know what? It, what we can trace. Chu Berry having that influence on Charlie Parker. How you like Charlie, man? Charlie, it's always good.
1: But the thing about this one was like Chew, uh Chew had a certain beat and there was a certain rhythm, a certain timing, and uh, Charlie just like you said, it, it just went up. A, it went up a degree in terms of the, the the speed at which he was bringing those notes in. Uh, Chu was very fast, quick, but Charlie just brought it like. Zoom. Light speed, yeah. yeah, yeah. He just wow, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. That's uh, uh, absolutely amazing, man. When you start seeing this uh, connection with jazz over time, now um, Parker influenced a lot of people, a lot of people. But one one person that he had uh, made major impact on is John Gilmore. Now Gilmore played with Art Blakely. Uh, he played with other groups, but eventually landed with Sunrise, and he was a featured saxophone player in Sunrise group. And when Sunrise passed, he took over the group. Uh, John Gilmore and John Gilmore, man, everybody tried to get John Gilmore when he was with Sunrise, but he wouldn't leave Sunrise. Uh, So here is a pre sunround recording of Gilmore playing with Art Blakely, who everybody played with Art Blakely at one time or another, along with Lee Morgan in a piece called On the Ginza. So uh, we'll see how Charlie Parker influenced John Gilmore. That's John Gilmore with Lee Morgan on the uh, Art Blakely Trio. And uh, you can see, man, how that sax progressed, man, with the time it got to Gilmore, because Gilmore was influenced a lot by Parker. Uh, how'd you like that piece, man?
1: That was really good, though, as well. Uh, you know, Lee Morgan on trumpet and uh, Art Blakely on, on the drums. I, I don't know who the pianist was, but the pianist was good, too. reminds me a little bit of McCoy. And then you know the notes were like really pounding, yeah. Yeah. But it was really a that that was a good piece in in itself. Uh, But to to focus on Gilmore, wow, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And the fact that he was with went to Sunra after that, uh, because Sunra was going to take you out of out out of space. You know the fact that he was able to deal with that and stay with it as long as he did, and 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 now. I think heads up the group. Right? I didn't remember. Yeah, well, he passed. So, oh, he yeah. passed. Okay, so he, he headed up the group when, when Sun Rock yeah.
0: passed. That was, uh, you know, Gilmore played with a lot of folks. Freddie Hubbard, a lot of folks before he went to Sun Raul. Okay. And so he was well-known out there. And, um, and so being influenced by, by Charlie Parker influenced his style of play. Yeah. And a person who came after or around the same time talks about how uh, they were influenced by Gilmore, and that's uh, John Coltrane. And I just think I just... You just had it on there, too. Huh?
1: You just had it on there. Where is it? Uh, It should be on the top there.
0: No, I don't. I sort of got it... uh, Missed it folks, uh, but I'll I'll get it back. John Coltrane, you know, uh and uh so Gilmore uh, was an influencer of John Coltrane and Farrell.
1: Yeah, I can see that I can see how that could happen. Um with the influence of uh Charlie Parker as well as the influence of Sumner. I mean yeah. Um, some Rob's music was, you know, it was like it took you out there. It took you out there. Yeah, I know. You know, so uh, to be influenced by by someone who was going to be part of his band for as long as Gilmore was, um, you know, yeah. it's gonna if you are influenced by that person, it's gonna take you in a, you know th- different direction.
0: Yeah, so, you know, uh, John Coltrane was influenced by Gilmore. Of course, there were probably other people that influenced him, but you can trace that line to Gilmore, to Parker, uh, to Chew. But let's listen to a piece by John Coltrane, and you would see how that sax as an instrument progressed in its use and how Train took this progression and really took off with it. Yeah. Took off, you know... uh, Way beyond the stuff that Charlie Parker was doing or Chew or even uh, uh, Gilmore, Kilmore, yeah. So here's a piece John Coltrane um, recorded in, uh, in the 60s, and it's called Impression. Ah, yes. So sit back and enjoy this, folks. Train impressions. That was an explosion. Yeah, sure was, man. Oh. oh my
1: God! That I mean, that solo that he did for such a long time. I know. I man, know. Man, that takes a lot of uh, stamina in order to, you know, to produce yeah. the sounds that he's producing. And there's certain sounds that probably people have never heard before on that particular instrument that he was that he was producing
0: at that time. Well, you know that that was recorded in 1960, 61, I believe. Yeah, Impressions. Uh, but you you can you can hear Charlie Parker in there, man. You can hear Gilmore in there. Yeah, early influences in jazz, even to some extent, True Berry. Oh, you can hear it in in, in Coltrane because Coltrane just took it all and. Uh, became it became a synergy of all these past experiences uh he combined them and went further with that combination man uh but elvin jones oh, God. <laughs> Elvin jones earned his keep with the, that the, man.
1: The, man he played that all the way through yeah. man all, oh, yeah. all the way through oh yeah and, and and mccoy
0: got off a little bit he didn't have to play as much <laughs> i know i know <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's interesting, and this is only, you know, we, we only looked at a short 40-year period from the 1920s to the 1960s, and look how much the music progressed. My God, you know, uh, it really, really took it off. And I know there's, there's so many great sax players that we did not talk about. You know, we just were trying to make a, a connection and a line between a few and then how some influence others, so forth and so on. But that was good. And that brings me to uh, another sax player, man. You know, And he, he I like him. I like him. But he does some stuff completely different. You know, I think he was, he, he reminds me a little bit where Train was going with his last album, Kulu Say Mama. And that's, uh... uh my man, David Murray. And the uh, th- David Murray's out there with his Gokwa gu- gu- mas- Masters. I think Gokwa gu- Masters. G-W-O, how would you pronounce that? Gokwa? Gu-
1: yeah, I think so. I'm not really sure. Yeah,
0: David Murray and those g- g- Guoka Masters. And that's the drums that he uses from the Caribbean islands that have a strong African root but he takes you know uh that 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 next step with jazz that evolution uh and puts it in a very cultural african uh perspective so uh
1: he was with like sam rivers around that time the sam yeah, rivers
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah david merry did some stuff man yeah. some innovative creative stuff
1: yeah he definitely
0: did so let's let's listen to him okay on this piece uh Gwote, G-W-O-T-E is the name of this piece. And it's uh, David Murray and the Gwote Masters. And it features Farrell Saunders. So uh, sit back and enjoy, folks.
3: the side.
0: Dave Murray and the uh, Guka Masters, featuring Pharrell Sanders, and uh, David Murray took that and put it into a whole different ball game, man. How'd yeah. you like that piece, man? Oh
1: man, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. man. You know that
0: that sax all of a sudden just just was elevated, you know, and surrounded by a Latin Caribbean African beat. Yeah, man. yeah, it was something. It
1: was something like you could hear in a club, by the fact. You know, it was so good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was uh, uh I like the creativity that David Mary brings to the ball game. And uh, you know, they had Pharaoh playing a little bit in there too, man, and uh the voices, it just all blends so nicely, man. Just yeah. create a whole a whole mood there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I,
1: I I I like David. I I mean I ran across him uh, uh professionally, not as a musician but as a banker. Uh, and uh, about that same time, I also ran, across Oliver Lake, who's mm-hmm. another sexist.
0: Yeah, Oliver Lake, man, a good composer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah.
1: that was a good time. It was a good time.
0: I hear you. I hear you. Well, Larry, you weren't here last week. And one of the things we did last week, me and Shante, who will be back on the next podcast with you, is we introduce a little section of reading a poem. So uh, I read a poem last week, and Shantae read a poem. And so I'm going to continue that uh, idea of reading a poem. And uh, I'm going to read one of the poems from uh, my last book, uh, From the Backside of Life. And I always, I had a, a idea and questions about what is art. And I think that's a very individual perspective. Is you know, I remember when I was in college, they said anything that's creative was art. Well, it's, it's, it's a little bit more than that. But I took it into a social perspective and wrote a poem called Art. When all the notes have been sung, words written, When all the pictures have been painted, rhymes spoken. When all the sounds have been played, dances leaping. When all the ego-tripping finish, applause taking. If it has moved someone, stir the soul, heighten the conscience, incited compassion, brought joy to the heart and cause a tear, then it is art. Bill Evans on Foolish Heart. little poetry uh, piece that we added in, Larry, so when, when uh, Shante comes back, she'll read a poem, and maybe I'll read another poem. Just to, uh, Poetry goes so well with jazz. Yeah, oh, it definitely does. It just fits, you yeah. know? Uh, and besides, it gives me another platform to read my poems, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
1: don't blame you. I do not blame you at all. Yeah,
0: and... Uh,
1: That's good, it's a good idea. It's a good idea to... Uh, to uh, to use yeah. your platform in that direction.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, folks, it's about that time. Larry, as always, it's great having you here. Great being here. And great. Oh, this was a great show today. Yeah, really man. Us. We did took a little his hit a little trip down, the, you know, history lane in, the, in terms of the saxophone uh styles and influences. Yeah, yeah. You know, we couldn't look at all the influences. But uh, you know that's a word that's now in the modern vocabulary. People say I'm an influencer, uh, you know, social media influencer, some other kind of influencer. But people have always been influencers. People have influenced people in history, and in art, and in music. You know.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad I had a chance to listen to Chu today because I remember as a young uh, young man. Uh, <clears throat> Anything in that age that was created, um, I, I I didn't like as much as I like what was happening with train and everything, everything yeah, else. Yeah, and I sort of like put that aside, you know. Yeah, yeah. And today I can listen I and know. I can hear. I know where the reference, how it how it happened. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm grateful. I, to hear it's that a good there.
0: word. The reference. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Well, folks, I'd like to thank you for listening. Uh, and as always, until the next time, peace and love. There I go, there I go.
4: Pretty baby, you are the soul who snaps my control. Such a funny thing, but every time you're near me, I never can here You give me a smile and then I'm wrapped up in your magic. There's music all around me, crazy music, music that keeps calling me. So, very close to you, turns me your slave. Come and do with me any little thing you want to. Anything, baby, just let me get next to you. Am I insane or do I really see heaven in your eyes? bright as stars that shine up above you in the clear blue skies how I worry about you just can't live my life without you baby come here don't have no fear oh is there a wonder why I'm really feeling in the mood for love so tell me why I start to think about this weather my dear this little dream might fade away, there I go a-talking out of my head again, oh baby won't you come and put our two hearts together, that would make me strong and real, Ooh, when we are one I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid, if there's a cloud up above us Go on and let it rain I'm sure our love together Will endure a hurricane Oh, my baby Won't you please let me love you And give me relief from this awful misery What is all this song Of
2: loving me My sweet I am not afraid Not anymore Not like before Don't you understand me Now baby, please
3: Oh, baby,
2: you make me
4: feel so good Let me take you by the hand Come, let us visit out there In that new promised land Maybe there we can find A good place to use a loving state of mind I'm so tired of being without And never knowing what love's about James Woody, you can come on in, man, and you can blow now if you want to. We're through.